Welcome to The Observer Effect, a podcast of travel stories. Each week, we hope to bring you a conversation with someone we meet overseas and at least one good story. Episode 73, The Shortest and Most Certain Way, Machu Picchu, Where Gloria Dreamed of Going. In the center of Cusco is the Plaza de Armas, the spot the Inca considered the navel of the world. The Spanish repurposed the massive blocks of their temples to layer over that identity with cathedrals and paving stones, now glossed smooth over centuries by the footsteps of inhabitants, pilgrims, conquerors, and tourists. It's the jumping off point for Machu Picchu, to which you can travel by train or by foot in a matter of hours or days along the old Inca Trail. This is one of my favorite stories that I've collected for the observer effect so far, but maybe not in the way you might be expecting. Hiram Bingham, the American explorer whose photographs made Machu Picchu famous and inspired the character of Indiana Jones, described his own first approach to the lost city of the Incas, one is drawn irresistibly onward by ever-recurring surprises through a deep, winding gorge, turning and twisting past overhanging cliffs of incredible heights. Uh, so, shall we begin? Yeah, go ahead. So, Gloria, can you describe what you look like for the audience? Okay, good. So uh, I'm starting with my name, Gloria Diaz. I'm from Colombia. Uh, so um, to describe myself, I have long hair, brown eyes, and um, I'm very and all the all the time I'm smiling. So you can imagine all the time. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. And can you describe where you are right now? I'm in my home uh, in Bogota, Colombia, so um, in the apartment, so that's it, so in the middle of Bogota, in a neighborhood that is called Pontevedra, um, in, in the north of Bogota, this is where I am. And how would you describe Bogota for someone who's never been there? Bogota is a really beautiful city. And very huge, huge city because we live uh, 8 million people in Poland. So it is incredible. So we share a lot of things. And of course, um, this is a, a challenge uh, for a city. Mm. But it's a very special city. We are uh, 206, uh, sorry, 2,600 meters on the level of the sea, above the level of the sea. So we are on the mountain. Mm. We don't have seasons. So that is incredible for some people. Mm -hmm. And normally our weather is so stable along the year. It's really very nice city and you can find many uh, cultural events. So you will enjoy to visit us. 
And are you from Bogota originally, or did you come from another part of Colombia? No, I'm I'm, I'm from Bogota originally, mm, eh, but here we are so multicultural, multicultural at Colombian level. Not, mm -hmm. not like, for example, other multicultural cities as London. Mm -hmm. We are multicultural level at Colombia, eh, and you can find many people from different places. So you can find people from the coast, from Amazon, people from uh, the oriental part of our country. I mean, every everywhere. So a lot of people travel to live here in Bogota. Colombia seems like such a diverse place. Yeah, you can find different different cultures, different accents, uh, different. Uh, I don't know if it's good in English, but different skins. I mean, color. Yeah. White. I mean, we are so diverse. Yeah. yeah well, different, different people. And just the landscape is so diverse all around the country. I'm curious, have you traveled throughout Colombia? Yeah, I have traveled. Normally, for example, I remember one trip. Uh, we went to uh, to Cartagena and to Santa Marta and all the coast part by car, that is a very good experience because you can visit a lot of towns in the middle of the trip because from Bogota to the coast, you will spend like a 15 hours driving. Wow. It's a long trip, but it is very beautiful because you can see how the landscape can change while you are um, moving to the coast. So the, the the landscape, I mean, the, the trees, the plants, everything is changing. The mountains, for example, in the central part are more common, but when you are going to the coast, so you are not seeing mountains there. So the changes are very evident and very beautiful. This is perfect timing to talk to you about this because uh, in a few hours, I'm gonna fly to Colombia for my first time. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, I can't wait. Very beautiful things. I, I hope. And really, people in Colombia are very special with foreign people. It is incredible. So I hope you feel like home. So you will tell me later. Well, every Colombian that I've met uh, so far has been incredibly kind. So. Yeah, normally we are. And we are kind, but we are kinder with, this, with the foreign. <laughs> you will be very welcome in Cartagena, I, I think. Perfect. So, have you, has travel played a big role in your life so far? Yeah, I really enjoy traveling um, and I have visited a lot of places. I, I think I have been lucky. And in my work, um, in my previous role, I was trainer in a company. I should travel a lot because I should visit my clients to, to deliver training, training courses. So I traveled really a lot and I visited a lot of places um, in Europe, in Latin America. So yeah, it is, it is important. And do you feel like travel has changed you? Yeah, of course. It is like a open-minded all the time. 
because and normally you have a completely different vision about a country or a set of people and when you really meet these people you realize that maybe you are so similar very similar in many things but at the same time of course each person has their own mm, es essential and it is very nice to share this with others um, so but at the end everybody uh, can share a particular thing but we share many 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 things so we are so so at the same time so diverse but at the same time the same mm. so yeah do you, do you have a an example of that like the most an example any example yeah 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 <laughs> when i visit saudi arabia Ah, country. you went to Saudi Arabia? What? And I was in Riyadh and I was training my client in a hospital uh, because they were working there. And the, 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 the difference between, between our culture and their culture, it is, it, is, it is something that I really I remember as a gift to, to my life because it is incredible experience. I mean, how they live their their religion, how they live. I mean, many things. I will I will explain many 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 things about this experience, but it's really long. But it was impact for me. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> how, how long did you stay? Two weeks. Two weeks. Wow. I, I was I was in Riyadh two weeks, and they really they. At the beginning, I was really afraid of being there, and especially because I'm a woman, and they have some restrictions uh, regarding how uh, we behave there. Um, but at the end, it was an incredible experience. And my client, he is the most special client that I have been. So they are really incredible people. So this is is is. It's, it's very nice. I mean, traveling opens your mind. Yeah. And you can discover many things. Uh, and at the same time, you realize that we are human. I mean, that we have the same needs. Many, many, many things that are the same, but at the same time, you discover other special things. Mm -hmm. It's like a, yeah, two, two parts. Yeah. So, I want to hear your best travel story. <laughs> My best travel story. Okay, good. Um, this is this is the very special story. I as I as I as as I told you, I am, I have traveled a lot in my previous role. I was trainer, and um, I used to to travel to train people in different co countries and in different companies. So in one opportunity, I traveled to Lima uh, and I was training this, uh, one, one bank, that is BCP, Banco de Crédito de Peru, and I was traveling two weeks. So it is important to remind that Bogota is uh, 2,600 2, meters on the level of the sea and Lima is zero, very near to the level of the sea. So normally I don't afraid of the high altitudes. I really love because and 
and live from, in Bogota. So I was working in Lima. And if I was in, if, as I was in Lima, I really wanted to take advantage of this trip and visit Machu Picchu. But as you know, it is an incredible place where you can find amazing, amazing things. So I, I was planning this travel from Bogota. I contacted a guide, a, a tourist guide, and I arranged the complete tour. So the idea was to start um, in Lima and then go to Cusco and after finishing Machu Picchu. And um, so I, I, all the time running Joe. <laughs> It is mine. I mean, it is not my job. It is not my life. I'm all the time running. So the day that my last, my last, my last day in Lima, I was running because I needed to finish. I needed to finish some work with my client. I was running, and I think I didn't didn't have my lunch properly. So I I ate something very few. Mm. I took um. I took uh, the flight to Cusco. So in Cusco, uh, I arrived. I don't remember really the time, but we have still daylight. Uh, and um, uh, everybody was recommended uh, to me to take, to drink uh, coca tea. Mm. It is really an amazing um, tea. And it is very helpful in many things. And in one thing is to avoid something that the Peru people call soroche. Um, so uh, everybody, as, as Cusco is a little high, so you know how high is Cusco? It's like 3,700 maybe, something like that. So it is near to 3,800 meters. So. Mm -hmm it is important so some some people is is some people are not used to how to to live in this altitude so it is recommended to to drink coca tea but I, I was running so I didn't I didn't follow the recommendation I I was trying to uh, catch up my my um, tour, tourist guide and my tour so um, I, I think it was in the afternoon at the end of the afternoon, we started uh, this amazing tour, and I remember the incredible uh, square that you can see in Cusco. So it is incredible. The Plaza de Armas. La Plaza de Armas, and it is incredible not to, uh, to see all the architecture and all the buildings. And I really remember. Is I have a really special remember about the floor because it's black and. The, it's a stone that is particular. I mean, it's not like a, any any floor in, in a normal square. It's very special. So if you visit there, go and see the floor. <laughs> I was walking and I, I saw different places. I remember also some important uh, things about the art because in Cusco normally they paint their cheeks very red, very red because normally if you live in high altitudes, you have like red, reddish uh, cheek. Mm -hmm. So I remember this, and I was walking in in, in Cusco, uh, and uh, we visited different places. And um, my last, 
I was in I was I was in a store like a fire store and I was seeing okay this this is a beautiful uh, uh, thing and I don't remember really but it was like a beautiful store and this was my last memory after that, after that I was on the floor and everybody was trying to uh, woke up me and my legs was uh, were up. <laughs> they were trying to help me because I I had just uh, felt uh, had a fall, very very awkward fall. <clears throat> and the reason was that I didn't really I didn't follow the recommendations that uh, everybody uh, gave me about the sorochi. That is uh, when you feel bad when you are in a high altitude place. Uh, when in a high altitude, so um, I didn't drink the coca tea, I didn't eat my lunch, and as I live in Bogota, I said, "Come on, and, uh, and I live in Bogota, <laughs> so the altitude is not a problem for me. Maybe, maybe other people should think about that, and for me, it is not necessary. So I jump all the recommendations, and I really." Um, fall, uh, fell, sorry, and uh, that's it. I, I, in this point, I was, um, I was a little bad because uh, I had like a very big wound here in my um, jaw, uh, here, yeah, others, yeah. but this was the bigger one. You fell flat on your face on the, the stone in the plaza. Yeah. <sighs> and two teeth of my mom were back. Your teeth? Yeah. <laughs> the front teeth were back. <laughs> I fell against my face. I mean, my face against the floor yeah. uh, so it was terrible when i was trying to talk i realized that i couldn't talk properly because these <laughs> were were in their position <laughs> and i couldn't pronounce anything i mean it was really hard work to talk and not completely alone guys because i was working and i was like traveling alone because it was the opportunity only for me i mean i was working alone so it was I was completely alone so uh, everybody was helping me but uh, they were completely strange I mean they were people uh, that were with me in the tour uh, so the tour guy the, the, the tour guy was trying to help me and uh, we were to the hospital in Cusco so uh, and uh, the doctor reviewed me tried to stop the bleeding um, and uh, the doctor told me, okay, we need to close the wound. And I said, okay, please do it. Uh, and I said, yes, but we have an inconvenience. And I said, what is the inconvenience? We don't have how to close it. So you need to buy the elements because we don't have thread. Oh, I mean, the, the special uh, string. The string. The wound. <laughs> I will pay it, and um, I, 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 
I used my last 10 or 20 because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have really a lot, a lot of money because I was working in Lima. And in Lima, you can find a very famous place, I, I think it's very famous, that is Polvos Azules, blue powder in English. And in this place, you can find a lot of clothes uh, uh, done in Peru by the fabrics uh, and very good cotton. So I have spent all my money there in Lima uh, buying clothes. And I really didn't have a lot of cash with me. I have a credit card and like a $20 in the hospital. So I used the last, two the last $20 that I had with me to buy the, the string and uh, the hospital didn't have how to use credit cards so I couldn't pay really the, the, the hospital account I, I couldn't because the last 20 dollars were invested in the string uh, and okay so finally the doctor closed my my wound but the big problem was my face because I couldn't really speak I, and of course you are really afraid of lose uh, your your face so I, I in the hospital one dentist was trying to help me with my feet and the idea was repositioning the feet to yeah repositioning and they were they were trying really hard but they couldn't so at the end the conclusion was that I needed really to go back to Bogota where somebody more professional, more experimented, can help me. So, uh, so in this point, the, it was very late. I mean, night, maybe eight. And I went back to my hotel and uh, I called the, the tourist guide and I said, "Come on, guys, I don't have, I don't have really money. I don't have cash, and I need, for example, for other things. I don't remember really." Um, can can you give me like a, a part of the money that I have already paid you for the tour, the complete tour? And they gave me like some dollars. I really don't remember. But uh, with this, uh, I could pay uh, other things that I needed in this night. And I was trying to arrange everything to fly back to Bogota. So I was calling Avianca, that is that was my airline uh, and this was several, several, several calls. And I was, remember, the most important thing is that I really couldn't talk properly, but I should, I, I, I must do it. So I called, I called, I called several times, Avianca. Um, I called my company because I was very uh, innocent and I couldn't, I, I didn't have it, my insurance number so my insurance uh, I, I didn't know how to to activate my insurance regarding all the medical things that i needed so i didn't have the information to insurance number i didn't have really money and uh, i i i was really it was very difficult to talk to me to arrange all the things to change the flights but at the end i i did it i i, I remember that I didn't stop crying and crying and crying while I was trying to do all the things. 
But at the end of the night, I think middle of the night, I could do everything. So my family was trying to help me from, from Bogota also. Um, and uh, the other day, I took the first flight that is Cusco, Bogo, uh, Cusco Lima. So this was the first flight. And in this, in this flight, I didn't have any, any problem. But in the second one that was Lima, Bogota, uh, Avianca, uh, told me, Avianca is the airline, Avianca told me, no, I, I cannot transport you because you are so injured, your face and everything, you, you look. <coughs> I can't transport you, Avianca said. And said, come on, guys. I need to go to Bogota because I have a problem in my mouth. I have two things and I need to reposition it not to lose it. Uh, and I was begging and begging. <laughs> no, you cannot travel in this condition. You need to stay in Lima. You need to recover. And after that, you can travel with us. Uh, and I said, no, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I don't have money to pay a hotel, to pay everything, to pay maybe a dentist here in Lima. I don't have house, uh, money to do it. So Bianca said, okay, the only way to go that is if you find a medical permission to travel. Oh my gosh. I don't have any doctor here in Lima where, and I don't have any money really to go to Lima because the airport is not so close to Lima, really is not in Lima. Uh, you can, I, it, is, it is very near, but not in Lima. So I didn't have money to go to, the, to Lima, to a hospital and to find a, a permission so the only thing uh, that I could do was to try to reach the medical uh, service in the airport and try to and try to find the doctor and ask this permission to the doctor. Avianca said to me in this point don't go there because normally um, the medical service in the airport don't do this. I said come on it's the only thing that I have it and I went to the doctor and I went to the doctor crying, begging, and um, I really thought that this doctor permission to travel with Avianca. But there was a lot of time telling everything and saying, please, um, I don't have any, any I don't have money and I need to go back to my country because I need dentist service. And I don't have here, please. The doctor, I don't know if it was because he was very kind or because I was so uh, uh, finally I get the, the, the permission and I go back to Yankana Amyanka finally allowed me to to take the flight. And here in Bogota, my my fa family was waiting for me, and the first thing that I did was go directly to the dentist, and they could do it, they could reposition my face. Uh, uh, and in this point, I didn't know if I could uh, or not lose my face, because, you know, there is more than the, the hard part of the teeth. There are nerves, um, there are yeah, there, there is really a, a life part in your in your body. So, asked me 
responsibility to lose it because it was a lot of time after repo after repositioning and it was a very heavy um so at this point i didn't know it after two months uh, and using a special device to to hold the teeth to hold the teeth uh, we could uh, know that uh, I could uh, keep my teeth and, and everything was okay. So, uh, finally, I couldn't go to Machu Picchu. So, what I'm doing in my life is on this, uh, the, this fantastic place. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much to Gloria for sharing such a painful story and living through it. I know she'll make it to Machu Picchu someday. Thank you to Dana Boulay for her music. And we have a special guest musician this week, Carlos Molina Rojas. You can hear more of his music online, especially on YouTube, by searching for Grupo Songkoy. Take a moment and consider giving a microloan on kiva.org. That's K-I-V-A. You can even join our team by following the link on the website or liking us on Facebook. Just search for The Observer Effect podcast. Let me end with an Irish blessing for new meaning. May the road rise up to meet you. <laughs> <laughs>